It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we're converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. As always, thrilled to give you three hours of common sense conservative values. Simple as that. Are you guys aware of the complete and epic meltdown on the left? Everybody freaking out. It's not pants on fire. They're completely engulfed in an inferno. Cannot handle it. A Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin is going to come up tonight, 6 o'clock. They've released the transcript. You guys find the transcript. It's out there. It's on social media. Find it. Read it. And I think it's important for all of us, if we're interested in finding out the truth, should listen to people ask honest questions and listen to the delivery of the person who is answering. So we're going to talk about this whole meltdown about Tucker, about Vladimir Putin, about propaganda, obviously, because that is what this is all about. They are losing and have lost control of the narrative. And that is fantastic. All right, so welcome home. If you're new to the show, Wendy Bell Radio Network app. Follow us there. Follow us on Rumble. Newsmax takes the second two hours of the show on their N2 channel. That is their free channel. Love to have you here. Welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. With a year, I guess, what is it, 30 years coming up on 30 years, if it already hasn't been. I think it is more than 30 years in media. I look at the landscape at a different kind of vantage point than I think the average news consumer. Though I know you at fo- you folks at home, you're listening, you're obviously involved, you're aware, and you just want to not be lied to. It is very simple. And that is why I say on this program, it is not complicated. But you become an anomaly in an ocean of sock when you decide to get in your own rowboat and get out onto the high sea with a very basic platform. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you where to go to find information that you and your family need. And that is what you're going to get tonight with this Tucker Carlson sit-down interview. Now, I want to remind you, and you know this already, how desperate how desperate the globalist elites and all of their minions in the propaganda mill of media, how desperate they are to steer 
this boat, to steer the narrative. Whatever the story is, and most of the stories are created by them, so that they can steer the narrative. Let's just go back in time. Just think about the election, 2020. It was so obvious that we all had reasons to believe things were fishy. The video evidence, the testimonials of poll workers, the ballot drop boxes, the 2,000 mules evidence using geo-tracking data of phones. We had 10,000 reasons to ask questions, and yet we were told we were not allowed. And they came at us with pitchforks and with torches, and they wanted to burn us out. They shut many of us down. They blocked us. They silenced our voices. They banned us. They doxed us. They ridiculed us merely for doing what our constitutionally protected right is, and that is to question everything. But see, if you question, there's the opportunity for you to get answers that are contrary to the narrative, and that we did. And then COVID came out. And all of that that seemed so ridiculous on many, many levels once we realized that that 15 days to slow the spread was really 15 days to present to the American people all of these reasons to be afraid, never to be focused and to be confident and to rely on one's good judgment and to trust in your fellow man. It was the opposite of that. And then they came out with this ridiculous truth squad We're going to have this misinformation board. We're going to have all of these unelected graduates of the indoctrinated collegiate experience sit behind keyboards and determine what is true and what is not. And everybody else just needs to deal with that. And we did not. And it made us very uncomfortable. And then January 6th blossomed. And we took a step back and we noticed something that was very disturbing. And it was this homogenized presentation of what the day was. And we started paying attention to people being picked off by a corrupt federal government that was hell-bent on protecting the narrative of insurrection. Yet everything we saw and the stories that we heard, it made us feel as uncomfortable as that 2020 election and COVID did. And then there was the war in Ukraine and bandwagoning again of that one-sided story that Ukraine was a victim, that Putin was an aggressor, and that we all needed to jump in, lock, stock, and barrel into that one cattle chute and listen to what we were being fed. And if you questioned that, any of that, What were you called? A MAGA extremist, a spreader of the big lie, an anti-vaxxer, a Putin puppet. When you don't have lies to cover up, you embrace the idea of multiple voices. You're inherently intrigued by opposing viewpoints. You believe that the melting pot idea that we really are as a constitutional republic, this fledgling experiment that we are as the United States, which is predicated on all of those beautiful different threads in this tapestry 
We were told there was one way. It was one story, one administration. And if you deviated from that, you were an extremist. You were far right. You were MAGA. You're a Trump supporter. You're all of this. And now look at the knives out for Tucker Carlson, who's guilty of what? Wanting the same truth that you and I do. Now, in the beautiful way that life seems to work out for us, God does make detours in our journeys, does he not? And while you are forced in areas of discomfort, you start to become comfortable there. And you're not afraid of what's around the next turn. And Tucker, similarly to me, the same story that I went through, forced to find a new path because he was unwilling to conform because he saw what was going on. Carrie Lake saw the same thing. Laura Logan saw the same thing. What is fascinating, as you're going to hear, especially in hour number two of this program today, the desperation, the panic, the spite, the jealousy, the fear, because they realize on the left, in the media, which are ubiquitous and the same, they realize that the narrative is no longer theirs, that in America and across the free world, people just want the truth. They want to be able to hear the facts. They want to be able to hear the news in a way in which they decide how it makes them feel, how it makes them act, how it makes them vote, how it makes them raise their families. It is a wide and global repudiation of tyranny of one-way thinking, of a global elite, a liberal world order, which is completely antithetical to the very basics of family, faith, and freedom. It is not complicated. And they have pushed the wrong people one too many times. So today... You're going to walk with us as we go back up to 30,000 feet. We love to see what's going on up above the clouds, up above the smoke and the stories and the hysteria and all of it to take in the landscape and to say, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you think? Because when you reclaim that independence, when you hold on to your freedom to think by yourself, you begin to see in a way that is mesmerizing. And my friends, they need you blind and deaf and controlled. We will not be. And they know it. All right, quick time out. Let's lay out the show for you. I'm literally giddy. I'm ready to jump out of my, my red top here today. I got to play a little audio soundbite for you, which underscores like the evil <laughs> idea behind this whole global uh, just notion of suck. All right. And we're going to bounce off of that. And we're going to talk about some global examples of winning before we dig into the media meltdown on Tucker. It's all coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. 
I'm always interested in these unelected uh, bureaucrats. These global elite schmucks who think that we give a rip about what they think about the, the, the world. And these are the purveyors of climate change, that whole agenda of nonsense. And you're going to actually hear in tonight's Tucker Carlson sit down with Vladimir Putin. He asks him about, about climate change. And the answer is very, I mean, just the blurb that we got of it is very succinct. You know, it's amazing that the globe, the planet has been able to regulate, manage just fine without human intervention. So before we all go nutty and change everything we do in our in our lives, let's tap the brakes. Isn't that what you think? Because that's what I think. This woman, Ursula von der Leyen, she like she to me kind of epitomizes what what is so sucky about these people who think that they should wave a magic wand and we should all just obey and get in line and and listen to what they say and take it hey ursula you suck we're not going to listen to you and the pushback with all these farmers friends it's not just france it's not just germany it's not just the netherlands it's not just italy it's spain it's sweden it's all it's all over thanks canada you guys started it Push back. Don't try to squeeze us. We are the producers of the world's food supply. How dare you think that you have any standing to try to tell us what we need to do? Well, apparently this Ursula von der Leyen, who is the head of the European Commission. Again, who the hell are you? She apparently sees the writing on the wall, sees that the farmers are ticked off, that they're trying to fiddle with their fuel, with the kinds of pesticides that they're allowed to use, with how they use their farmland, with whether they're allowed to keep their farmland, if you could even think about that. And I want you to hear this woman address this global conference talking about the farmers and all of the battles they're facing because of climate change. Now we're facing battles because of meddling losers like you. Listen. I count on your agreement. Honorable members, while the European Council was in session, farmers from across Europe were taken to the streets. Many of them feel pushed into a corner. Farmers are the first in, light, in line feeling the effects of climate change. Oh, gosh. Droughts and floods have destroyed the harvest and threatened their livestock. Farmers are feeling the impact of the Russian war, inflation, the rising costs of energy, the rising costs of fertilizers. Nevertheless, they work hard every day to produce the quality food we eat. And for this, I think we owe them appreciations and thanks and respect. Oh, please. This woman. Our farmers have feel pushed into a corner because of climate change. No, that's not it, sister. They're pushed into a, in a corner because of globalist hacks like you who try to sell garbage to the world that newsflash the world isn't buying, right? Just check out your local neighborhood EV sales, right? This is why the farmers feel pushed into a corner because unelected hacks like Ursula von der Leyen Try to tell us and them how they should live their lives, how they should tend to their fields, what they should do with their animals, what kind of fertilizer they're allowed to use, how much they should spend on fuel. You know what? Because there's a really cool philosophy. It's called get the hell out of our way. It's amazing. Do you know what conservatives think about big government? They hate it. Why? 
because we believe in the ability of common sense people to work hard and to do the job because you know what happens if they don't? They don't make any money. This is the exciting part of this. Have you guys watched any of this video of the farmers? They are taking no prisoners. Headline CBS News. European farmers rage at EU Parliament in Brussels, but France protests are called off after two weeks of mayhem. They started something. They started something really stupid. You're going after the heart and the soul, the pulse of every single country that just wants to feed its people. How dare you? I want to read a blurb from this because the wheels are coming off this global agenda to control you. And we have people like farmers, like truckers, the hardworking, boot-wearing, dirty hands-having men and women without whom everything we do grinds to a halt. Here's your story out of Paris. France's two main farmers unions have called on members to end their week-long protest and lift roadblocks that they've thrown up on highways around Paris, but the agricultural unrest was spreading elsewhere in Europe. The call to end the protests in France came on the same day that thousands of farmers from around Europe converged on Brussels, hoping to make their voices heard at a European Union summit. Uh, Voices heard loud and clear, friends. They drove tractors into the Belgian capital, hurled eggs at the European Parliament, started fires near the building, and set off fireworks as they demanded EU leaders do more to help them with taxes and rising costs. Taxes and rising costs caused by people who suck. Done. Look, this is why, and I say in our Congress, we need farmers. We need veterans. We need entrepreneurs. We need former police officers. We need people who know what it's like to work to meet a payroll, to barely break even, to scrap, to sacrifice, to sweat, to bleed to make it happen. Not to sit back in their fancy suits behind a desk and wag their fingers at the rest of us. So Ursula kindly beat it. We're done with your preaching. And so are many stories coming up in this next segment, ladies and gentlemen. Ford is making headlines. The World Health Organization making headlines. And this move to remove Mitch McConnell from leadership, that is making headlines. All of them, my friends, winning. Get ready. It's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. This segment, I think, is very important. And I don't think these are necessarily stories that the mainstream is going to cover. And that's good because I don't want to be like that. We're going to talk in the next hour. Hour number two is really going to be all about the whole Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin thing. And I think it's a great conversation. But the predicate of that sit down interview is this feeling that I've been expressing on this program over the last several weeks. Where I feel something different and it's not a disturbance in the force it's a buzz 
it is the collective awakening of people across every political spectrum. If we could strip away all of the various reasons why we consider ourselves different from each other, you take away what you look like, you take away how you vote, and we just basically sat down together and discussed what issues, at the very heart and soul of who we are, what issues matter the most. We are not that difficult. We're not, excuse me, we're not that different. We just aren't. But they need us in this constant state of argument. Well, look, the argument kind of goes away when people awaken and they see the global agenda. They can compare on their own, we all can, what life was like just three years ago. The things that we took for granted. That we could walk down the street and feel safe, that we didn't really question uh, our children being groomed necessarily by teachers, right? That we could depend on reasonable costs and afford uh, and, and availability of goods on our store shelves. That we would have an endless supply of resources from the, from the fuel underneath our feet to just the sheer entrepreneurial and innovative spirit that makes us Americans. But all this while, there's been this dark force trying to tell you, no, no, no. Pay attention to this. And it hasn't worked. Everything about this climate change agenda, everything about the transgender debacle, everything that these people try to get their fingerprints on turns out worse. And there's actual collateral damage. And when that collateral damages our children, this mom taps out. That happened a long time ago. I've got a series of stories I want to read to you as you get the vibe from 30,000. These walls are closing in. And that it really is pure panic time. Because all of this will come out. The truth about the election, it's all coming out. Whether or not media want to talk about it because they're complicit, because they're, they're part of it, it doesn't matter. You know all the stuff about COVID, the stuff about the lockdowns, the stuff about the vaccine. It's out there. And the choice is each of ours. Do you want to bury your head in the sand and continue listening to the people who've lied to you with abandon, gleefully? Or are you ready for that rebirth, which is uncomfortable? It can feel embarrassing. It can be humiliating, but is, above all else, liberating. Headline redstate.com. Ford announces billions of dollars in losses on electric vehicle range. Worse than expected. Now, are any of you out there, as you watched... All of these automakers rush out there and pledge their life and soul to a, a climate issue that isn't even scientifically determined. Did you sit back and say, now this is, this is really weird. And uh, I'm not down with this yet. I'm going to start watching and paying attention. Why didn't Ford? Ford very quick to jump on the, the cop bashing bandwagon and the BLM diversity, equity and inclusion bowing at the altar. So where's the common sense in this, Ford? Really? 
There's more bad news for electric vehicle manufacturers after declaring its annual results a success. (laughs) Ford has revealed that it incurred a loss. Are you ready? A loss of $4.7 billion on its electrical vehicle range. More than than the $4.5 billion the company predicted in the middle of last year. It is not a profitable business model. There is not a, a grid able to provide the resources to do this. The machines are heavy. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration say if you get hit by one of these things with a 10,000 pound or whatever the hell it is battery, you're going to get pretty banged up. They're impossible to fix, expensive to fix. Not enough people know how to fix them. They don't last. What are we doing? It's almost the same as the whole LGBTQ thing. But by the way, that Ford has come out with this and that Americans and people around the world are saying, I don't want to buy your crap anymore. And Hertz says, you know what? We promised that we were going to put all these new electric vehicles in our fleet. We don't want to do that anymore. That's called winning in my book. Do you remember what that sounds like winning? Because we do. You know, you make a choice to win and you win. Starting to get the concept now? Winning, 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 winning. There you go, and it takes time, and we've had to hit home again and again and again. What are you doing? We've had to go to Portland, where they have all these electric school buses that don't work, that cost a million dollars, half a million dollars to buy. They have crap ranges. They don't work in the snow, and nobody knows how to fix them. Other than that, I'm sure it's great. Wheels have come off that ridiculous narrative, right? Same with this. Did you get this headline? World Health Organization admits there is no solid evidence, no solid science that supports sex change operations in children. What? Breaking news. You suck. We've been saying this for the how long? You mean to tell us that you think it's appropriate for a five-year-old child, right, who we don't allow to stay home alone ever can make a decision about lopping off their private parts or having other ones stitched on? Are you out of your mind? This story from the dailycaller.com is called Winning. Headline, World Health Organization quietly admits there is no solid scientific backing for giving children gender-affirming care. Now, it's taken a couple years, and it makes me so freaking angry because how many children out there have already mutilated their bodies with their parents going, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Does it? I'm going to go with no. Quick blurb on the story. World Health Organization announced this is this week that it would not be issuing recommendations on gender affirming care for children or adolescents, citing the lack of scientific literature addressing it. You know, the sad thing is, even if there was scientific literature addressing it, I wouldn't believe it because of what they did to us with COVID. They force you to distrust everyone. And so now everybody pulls back. And now the World Health Organization has to say, yeah, that's a little crazy. Even though Dr. Rachel Levine is encouraging everybody to get get on hormone blockers because it's the right thing to do. It's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what that's called? 
It's winning. You know, you make a choice to win, and you win. You starting to get the concept now? Winning, 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 winning. How about this one? You got somebody in the Senate that you don't trust. How about a lot of them that you don't trust? Mitch McConnell had an iron grip on the leadership of the Republican Party for decades in the Senate. And now a growing chorus of voices within the Republican Party saying Mitch McConnell shall not lead our caucus. Period. Again, dailycaller.com headline exclusive. This is our opportunity. Top GOP senators game McConnell's ouster after botched border deal. Not only not only in a matter of hours does a, a typical apathetic Republican Senate conference completely torpedo that $118 billion debacle of a bill, which sucked, sucked, right? Then they started looking at Mitch McConnell as not being so untouchable anyhow or any anymore. Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell's days leading the Republican minority could be numbered following the collapse of Senate leadership's bipartisan national security supplemental aid bill this week. Several prominent Republican senators expressed that the border bill debacle could push, push the GOP conference over the edge to remove McConnell from leadership. That is Huge quote, Mitch McConnell, in effect, gave the largest in-kind campaign contribution to the Democrats Senate campaign committee in history. Ted Cruz said conservatives now getting together, getting the votes, saying, hey, Mitch. Pack your bags. You're done. Do you know what I call that, ladies and gentlemen? You know, you make a choice to win and you win. Starting to get the concept now? Winning, 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 winning. You remember when Charlie Sheen came out with that and people were so upset because he was like, look, you might dislike me. You might not agree with my choices. You might not agree with what I say. But I'll tell you what, I'd rather be winning than always losing. Now, whatever your definition of winning is, winning to me is a very focused thing. It is to right the sinking ship. It is to save what they want to sink. And it is to present to my sons, to your sons and daughters, and our future grandchildren and then some, a world that makes sense. A world that is free. And they don't want that. I'll be interested tomorrow after this Carlson interview with Putin to see how the mainstream media covers it. Asking questions and listening to answers is something that we're not supposed to do anymore. Right? When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, leftists and the responsible media, if you will, that's what they call themselves. They don't like winners. I got something on the EU considering a travel ban of Tucker Carlson. Why? Because he did what a journalist does? And we're not supposed to do that anymore. That's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. 
So they, they're so upset that we could possibly decide for ourselves. Honestly, ask yourself, what do you know about Vladimir Putin that hasn't come from the media? That's an interesting question. What do you independently know about Vladimir Putin that hasn't been beaten into your head by a media that has tried to tell you the story of this monster invader who kills women and children? I agree. War sucks. The collateral damage is awful, which is why we enjoyed four years of peace under Donald Trump. But they need you to have this specific thought process. They need this visceral reaction out of you. The same way they want a visceral reaction when they say Donald Trump's name. But it's not working. Because all we want to know is what questions is Tucker going to ask? And how does Vladimir Putin respond? Period. What is the harm in that? Oh, there's a lot of harm. So much, in fact, that Newsweek is saying... Tucker Carlson could face sanctions over this interview. Sanctions. (laughs) You're not allowed to go and talk to people in other places. Are you out of your mind? Does anybody have any tissue for the for the European Union? (laughs) They're so scared. I love it. Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin could see the conservative pundit. Now, this is Newsweek, so this is left. Targeted by European Union lawmakers, current and former members of the European Parliament have told Newsweek. What did he do? Because I saw, what did he do, Brock? He, he charged his phone. He drove around in a cab. Took in the opera, right? Yeah, he had dinner at some place that no he, Americans he ate. been to. He ate, you know? Okay, wow, that seems scandalous. Did he get involved in military secrets? Did he trade nuclear warheads? Did he do some uranium deal on the tarmac? Did he give him $6 billion to go fund wars of suck? No. He sat down with the dude and was like, hey, I hear a lot of stuff about you. How about you tell us what you think about these things? Not allowed to do that. It's insane. You know, it's not that the the majority are silent. It's that the media are silent about the majority. They, they, don't, they don't want you to know this stuff. They don't want people to know the reality about you. Carson's work in Russia could see the former Fox News host in hot water with the EU, Guy Verhofenstadt, a former Belgian prime minister and current member of the European Parliament, told Newsweek. The lawmaker who has called for the EU to explore imposing a travel ban on Tucker Carlson described him as a mouthpiece of former President Donald Trump and Putin, adding, quote, as Putin is a war criminal and the EU sanctions all who assist him in that effort, it seems logical that the External Action Service examine his case as well. So they're, this is hilarious. Donald Trump incited an insurrection. He's an insurrectionist. Vladimir Putin is a war criminal because he said, what are you guys doing with all of these bio labs on my border? What's going on in these labs? The United States response, there are no bio labs. What? I don't know what you're talking about until bing, 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 bing. Well, you know, 
There are a few. Yeah, we're going to get into that in just a minute. So they're trying to justify without knowing any of the facts, any of the details, nothing about how it happened. Tucker Carlson says he paid his own way. All of his staff, they paid their own way. They took no money from sponsors. They paid for this themselves. And it was a decision that they said they spent months deciding on. Are we going to go? What do we want to do? How do we want to do this? We're going to make it free. We're going to let everybody know about it. Then we're going to make it free on transcript. So you can read in advance what's going to come. And then you can hear it yourself. Isn't that exactly what Donald Trump did when they accused him of collusion and interference? When they said that he was trying to get Zelensky to investigate Joe Biden, Donald Trump was like, what are you talking about? Here, here's the transcript. You guys read for yourself. It was a perfect call, he said. People who are telling the truth usually aren't transparent. They need ghost phones and aliases, pseudonyms. They need shell companies. They need all sorts of family members to help them spread their money around. And they need a network of suck that is so extensive that when you start peeling away at it, starts to get really, really scared. Newsweek reached out to the Tucker Carlson Network asking about this. No comment yet. Explaining his motive for the interview, Tucker Carlson said in a video statement Tuesday, most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are. Do you all not think that after more than $100 billion in aid to Ukraine in which we know a bunch of it and all of the equipment we gave, a bunch of that too, we know nothing about. Where'd it go? It's like all of the unaccompanied alien children who've crossed our border, who have now vanished. Where did they go? Where did all of the, the laptops and the iPads and all those other devices meant to help Chicago public school students learn? Where did all of those go? 77,000 of them. What about that? See, if you can ask those questions, you are free. When you are allowed to get the answer, you are free. And anybody who wants to be free is an enemy of the people who lust for control. The media's response is, I wish I could take joy in the meltdown, but it is, as a journalist myself, very disturbing. But you need to hear, and then you decide what you think and how you feel. That's next. Hour two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. <laughs> 